All right. We're here with another episode of Take 10, where we take 10 minutes to talk to kids ministry leaders from around the country, and uh, you take 10 minutes to listen. So I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, today I have uh, Jared Massey with me. He is a, a children's pastor from Illinois, but not from Chicago, uh, a little ways away. And uh, I just want to talk to him a little bit. I, I came across his blog um, through, I think Kenny told me about it. Um, some, I can't remember exactly how I came across it, but I read his blog, and he has a lot of great stuff in there. And one of the things I, I noticed um, from reading his blog is that he's bivocational, and meaning that he he has a job, and then he also does kids ministry. And, and to me, that's a it's a very personal thing because my dad, I grew up, and my dad was was bivocational. He had a job, a full time job, plus he did the church uh, full time as well. So I understand, um, you know, what that's like from being a kid. You know, what I mean, I, I've never. Um, I've never been that um, myself, but it's just seeing the things that we went through as a family. Um, I wanted to get, you know, Jared's perspective, and maybe he could help some of us see that, that you know, um, work at church full-time and, and maybe even just offer some things out there for other people who are bivocational. I think uh, from reading Jared's blog that he has a lot to add. So, um, Jared, I'm I'm just glad you're here with me. And uh, so tell us, a little me, bit about, tell us a little bit about yourself, Jared. Well, um, I'm a children's pastor at heart. I in our church, we're very small, so I do a lot of I wear a lot of hats: children, youth, worship. Um, I do a lot of different things, but but ultimately, my passion is children's ministry, and uh, that's what God's called me to do, and and I love it. Um, because I'm in a small, I while I was in college, I felt God stir in my heart that I was going to be in a rural church, and um, as, as it got a little further along, I knew that that meant I was going to be bivocational, and I'm still coming to grips with all that that entails and all that that means. But uh, I think that God is working through um, where he's put me. And even though I have to work another job, I think he's using that to make me more effective in kids ministry. That's awesome. That's great. I mean, I think that's, that's awesome. No, let me ask you like, like in doing that, I mean, every, every type of ministry, and I think every area, you know, has their own challenges. Um, you know, like the Bible belt versus the not Bible belt, you know, there's challenges in any place that you're at. What are some of the biggest challenges that you find in being bivocational? Well, I think, and I think it's kind of the obvious, but the biggest challenge is um, you take your work week and you take 40 hours out of that that you could be spending on kids' ministry or, or any kind of ministry, and you give that to a secular company. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's tough because you're already at a, at a handicap compared to, say, a full-time pastor. Um, mm-hmm. And that also, that affects everything. You know, you think about networking. A lot of what happens with networking happens during the lunch hour or during the day when people are at work. And uh, as a bivocational pastor, that's very difficult to do. I I seldom get to go out to lunch with another person or anything like that. Um, And so, and the other thing I found is a real challenge is because of those 40 hours, Monday through Friday, I'm fortunate now to work a job that's at least Monday through Friday, nine to five versus I used to work in retail and you never had time for anything. Um, but still, I have to say no to a lot of things. I have to say no to a lot of conferences and a lot of conversations and, and a lot of things that would be beneficial. And I just have to learn to say, you know, I I have to commit to this other job first and, and um, I have to try to work everything around that. So those are, you know, those are some of the challenges that are, I think, unique to a bivocational minister. That's, uh, so what have you done, Jared? I mean, because you seem to be, um, you know, definitely on, like, I see on, you know, Twitter a lot. And so what have, what solutions have you found um, as a bivocational minister that might help other people that are that are in the same same position as you? 
Yeah, the very best, and I mean absolutely changed the way I do ministry, was um, at one point I decided that I needed a night that I was going to dedicate to the church. And it's really hard because you hear, you know, I know how important my family is and spending time with them. But what was happening is I was trying to pick away at the church stuff a little here, a little there. And, and uh, I finally decided, you know, and I talked this over with my wife and I said, Monday nights, I'm going to leave my day job and I'm going to drive straight to the church and I'm going to work there until everything is ready for that week, or at least most of the stuff. And uh, it's hard because now I've given up, you know, Sunday nights and Wednesday nights already for services. And now I've given up Monday nights for office nights. But it's made the time I do have with her and my child that much more beneficial because I'm that's not great. focused on church stuff. Yeah, oh, that's great. And the other thing is just, uh, you know, like I said, I left kind of a retail job because it was just one of those things where I never had any time for church or family or networking or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm in a job where I can get on Twitter. I can use some social media um, and, and I just keep my Twitter feed open and, um, and, you know, I check it now and then and maybe tweet along the way. And it just, it keep, I keep my hand in the children's ministry world and I keep my finger on what's going on. So I know I have at least an idea of where the culture is going. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not immersed in it like I'd like to be, but I at least am a part of it. And that's yeah. been a huge benefit. Yeah, that's great. That's a great suggestion. I like that. Um, what, let me ask you this. What resources do you think that would be most helpful to people who are bivocational, is there is there anything out there? You know what I mean? Because I think sometimes resources can be focused more towards like the full time kids pastor. Yeah, um, I think, and I've been thinking a lot about this lately. Is I think every bivocational or even small church pastor, and a lot of times they go hand in hand, but not always. But I think they need a friend who's full time in ministry that mm-hmm. is that they can talk to, kind of a mentor, maybe or maybe just a really good friend. Um, that is a part of full-time ministry because there it brings a good balance when you're both communicating with each other you're sharing each other's struggles you begin to understand where they're coming from uh, that's been a huge benefit for me is that I have a couple people that that are close friends of mine that are in full-time ministry hmm. and something else uh, and I know Kenny Conley's working on this with this volunteer conference but local conferences and things that take place not on a weekday or not during the workday um, those things, are in a huge need that aren't really being filled right now, maybe scattered across the country here or there sometime or another. But even still, you see a lot of conferences and things that are nine to five Monday or on a Thursday and a Friday or something. And, um, and bivocational and volunteers, we need something too, that we can get out there and be just encouraged and and learn from some of these real um, people who've done it a lot. And we don't always get that opportunity. That's great. That's great. Let me, you know, um, I grew up, you know, like I was saying, my dad was bivocational. So one of the things I, um, is I, I found is that there's a lot of misconceptions about what that is. So like, what are, what are some misconceptions that, that you've encountered or that you, that you've come, that you've, uh, come across when it comes to bivocational ministry? I think one of the big things is that there's a lot of us out here and, and I mean, there. I've talked to a lot of pastors, and as I meet more and more, I realize there's a lot of bivocational pastors, just senior pastors. And then when you get mm-hmm. into the children's ministry world, um, we're not usually the first ones hired on staff. We're, you know, usually it's a senior pastor and then maybe a youth pastor and possibly a children. And so a lot of children's pastors are bivocational or volunteer. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a big thing is when you're when you're talking about kids ministry leaders, you might as well just figure that probably a good majority of them 
on working a full-time job somewhere else. Um, some of your loudest voices are full-time in kids' ministry, but that's because they, you know, they have a little extra time to devote to that. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I just, I'd encourage everyone to remember there's a whole lot of us out here, and if you're bivocational and you are not alone at all, I think there's there's some of us in every career, and, and we all we, you, I'm sure you can find someone who can relate to your situation. No, that's great, Jared. I think I think you're totally right on. I think there's a lot more people that are you know are either volunteer or by vocation than we realize, and I think that's I think that's important that re, that we remember that you know what I mean and how we blog and like the content that 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 people produce. I think it you know what I mean I think that that's huge. That's huge. Um, let me let me ask you this real quick. It's it's how do you balance life, ministry, family? I think you touched on it a little bit. You know what I mean with, with uh, uh, earlier, but like how do you find time for everything? Because um, I find it hard sometimes just being uh, a children's pastor and then my family and and when you add another job in there, how do you how do you do that? What are some tips and tricks and what what do you do to balance everything? Well, the first thing is I have to realize that I can't do everything I want to, and I can't do everything that you are doing, you know, that you say I'm as a full-time pastor with a staff, um, I can't do everything you're doing. And sometimes it's hard for me because I feel like, well, if I'm going to be a good children's pastor, I need to do what everyone else is doing. But the first thing is just realizing I can't. And, and I have to really be in prayer about God. What is it that you want me to do? And that all comes down to, you know, I have to be intentional about everything I do has to have a very specific purpose and I have to know why I'm doing it. And, um, I don't waste a lot of time with a lot of paperwork. I don't waste a lot of time with, except for the necessary stuff. But, but man, I have to know what I'm doing and just do it. And I also, before I even got in ministry, I sat down with my wife and we listed priorities, you know, and, and it's, and I don't even know if she remembers that, but I, a lot of times will just sit and write those down and make sure that God is still coming first and she, and she's coming second, my family. Yep. And, um, and then I'm working on ministry and then I'm, I'm taking care of my day job. But, but it's knowing my priorities, and also then the last thing is there's an open line of communication with my spouse. And as my son gets older, it'll be open to him too. If either one of them feels like they're not getting enough time, or that I'm burning myself out, and my wife said before, Jared, you need to take a break. You know, and um, it's hard for me. I want to just keep going. That's just my personality. Mm-hmm. But we just okay. You know, we're really busy this week, and we'll go out to supper because. It, we need to refocus and we need to reshape. And so sure. I would say those that are married, keep that communication open because your spouse usually sees it before you do. That's true. That's really true. It's very true. My wife sees it. Yeah. <laughs> Way before I do. That's true. It's, that's great advice, Jared. I appreciate it. Um, well, that's pretty much it. We're, we're, we're out of time, but l- can you tell us how can we, how can someone get a hold of you? Like if someone has questions or, you know, they want to know more about what, like who you are, what you do, or if, you know, maybe they, Maybe they're bivocational or volunteer and they, they want to, you know, just figure out, you know, to learn from what you're doing. How can they do that? Yeah, well, there's a lot of places I'm trying to get out there even more. And so uh, you can always email me. It's pastorjaredm at gmail.com. Uh, I use the Pastor Jared M thing a lot just because it's simple. That's also my Twitter name, Pastor Jared M. You can follow me there. I blog um, smalltownkidmen at WordPress, or excuse me, dot wordpress.com. They can follow my, my journey there. And also a really great resource for bivocational and volunteers in kids ministry is a new um, website called kidmen1124.com. And I contribute there and there's also a great team and they contribute all volunteers and bivocational. And they have some really great resources and articles for people that are in our situation. 
but yeah, if anybody wants to contact me, I would love to talk to you and just, you know, encourage you or um, tell you how we do things. And um, I love to talk about what it means to be a bivocational pastor, but never sacrificing quality. Uh, that's a big thing of mine. So That's awesome. All right, Jared. Well, thank you very much for taking 10 minutes and talking to us, and we appreciate it. And God bless you. Thank you for everything you do. Thanks, you know, thanks for, the for having me, Sam. All right, we appreciate you, man.